if you want to follow me, that means if you want to be a Christian, that means if you want to go to heaven, that means if you want to live this Christian life and, and really be a Christian, he says, if you want to follow me, you have to deny yourself. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. And whoever wants to save his life has to lose it. And whoever doesn't do that will lose eternal life. This is the message. And it's hard for us to understand and really believe what he's saying. It's not a threat. It's not an empty promise. It is what will happen. So we have to really take Christ seriously here. This is not poetic talk. This is serious. He says, if you do not deny yourself, if you do not lose your life, you will not have eternal life. Now, the first thing we'll ask, having heard that, is, well, how do I deny myself? How do I take up my cross? That's a good question. And there is a good answer. What is the cross? The cross of self-denial is when we struggle in the spiritual life to avoid sinful things, to avoid sinful thoughts, to keep ourselves from evil things. It's when we struggle and deny ourselves through fasting, when we bring our bodies into submission instead of letting our bodies control us and lead us into sin. It's the calming of our carnal passions that are constantly raging, which the world around us is constantly inflaming. This is the cross, and it's difficult, but it's absolutely necessary. Self-denial leads to the finding of our true self. Because what we're denying when we're denying uh, these passions within us, we're denying the false self that we have inherited, that we nurture. That we all have this false self we think is really us. But it's not. There is our true self. And if you want to know what your true self is, all you need to do is open your Bibles, go to the first chapter in the book of Genesis, and there you will read who you really are. Because in that chapter of Genesis, God says, let us make man in our image and likeness. In other words, you and I were created in the image of God in the likeness of God. This is in the Bible. Now, what that means is you have another destiny. You have another identity. You have another true self that is being covered up by sin. That's covered up by the passions. That's covered up by our desires for materialism, for wealth, for pleasure, 
Do you see how self-denial now washes these things away and you're able to get in contact and reveal your true self, the being you are that is made in the image and likeness of God. This process, this uncovering, this attaining is called theosis, becoming like God. How did we uh, first... How are we first able to do this is at your baptisms. At your baptisms, the image of God was restored in you. The image of God was restored in you. Your sins were washed away. You were joined to Jesus Christ. Now, your task and my task is to grow in his likeness. And thereby, you once again become made in the image and likeness of God. A lot of people don't know this. Orthodox Christians who've been Orthodox their whole lives, they have no idea about this, which is just shocking. Why is that? Have you not heard this? Do you not know this? Have you not read the Bible? This is our faith. And so self-denial is how this becomes possible. Through self-denial, we reveal our true self, that self that was made in the image and likeness of God. That is holiness. That is what the saints achieved. But, of course, it's not only on our own that we do this. It is also through the grace of God. Because we give our struggle and God responds with his grace. We give our repentance, struggling not to commit those sins, struggling to purify my heart and mind. And God, in turn, fills us with the Holy Spirit through which we are sanctified. And there's no greater way than that that happens than through the Holy Communion and through Holy Confession. Christ, who is the image of God. He's the ikona of God. Ikona to Theu. He enters into us, makes us into his likeness. But we have to also then behave like him if he is in us, don't we? Because if he is in us, and we don't behave like him, what do you think he will do to us? That fire that is meant to illumine us and purify us and sanctify us, that same fire will burn us if we do not live according to who it is we have received in us. So be careful. Be very careful. This is not a game. We don't play around with God. We don't play around with the Holy Spirit. This is why we receive the sacrament of confession, when we open ourselves up, admit our mistakes, admit our sins, and say, this is who I am. I have not carried my cross. I have not denied myself. I have only indulged myself. 
and my pride and my ego and my selfishness and my pleasure. Help me, Lord, have mercy on me. That's repentance, this recognition. And what does Christ do? Does he say, go take a hike? No. He immediately embraces us and loves us and fills us with himself. But what's required is that self-denial. Without that, nothing can happen to us. So this day, we're reminded the cross. Don't, it's not just something we wear, wear around our necks. It's not just a decoration that we put in our cars or our homes. It's not magic. It's not a talisman. It's not anything like that. It is what you are expected to do if you want to call yourself a Christian. To carry your cross. To struggle in the spiritual life. To stop playing games with God. And get serious. Because it's a matter of life and death. Literally. It's a matter of your life and your death. And mine. And what will happen to our souls when we die? Anything can happen. Life is so short. We have no idea how long we have. This could be our last liturgy. Let us be reminded to get serious. And take up our cross. Follow Christ. Struggle and fail, but get up again and struggle again. This is what God wants from us. And when we do that, he embraces us with so much love and help and strength and grace and sanctification. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Amen.